This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What's up? It's Nat and Justin with Golden Spaces and Odyssey Original Podcast. The vibes are not better today. They are not better. In fact, they are indeed worse. They are indeed worse. A lot worse. (laughs) What we were scared of. Yeah. So I guess we have to leave with the headline, which is not the result of the game, but that Steph Curry has injured his shoulder. And we'll be getting an MRI tomorrow. So we'll probably get news tomorrow at some point. Um, I mean, we just have no sense right now. So like anything we say would be speculation. I'm hoping that it's like just something that's like a couple of weeks or it's like a pain management thing. Did you did you rewatch Justin the play when it happened? Because like he was going for a steal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one of those things where he got his hand on the ball. Jalen Smith, with a lot of force, is bringing the ball up. It's just too, I guess, the angle of which he reached his arm forward, just with that force acting down on his on his arm, just probably caused a little bit of strain in the shoulder joint. Um, yeah, I'm hoping it's something like a very minor strain, like a stinger or something like that. Um, so he can just – it would be an easy recovery, I think, with that. But if it's something – a little bit more serious than I think shoulders are pretty tricky because it is a very mobile joint. It's a lot of stuff going on in your shoulder. So you always want to be cautious about that. Um, like you said, hopefully it's not any anything long lasting, maybe a few games. But Which shoulder was it? It was his left shoulder. So it's not his shooting shoulder, but I do think. Um, but shoulder, you still need your shoulder for shooting. Right, right. You still need your guide hand shoulder too, but it's this. A sigh of relief that is not a shooting shoulder, though, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I just, I don't know, maybe it's just wishful thinking. I don't think it's anything too crazy, like a dislocation or something. Right. Um, And we know Steph, like, will play through injuries and still be, and I mean, this is a little bit different because it's like for shooting, but like, I mean, he played through a tailbone and, you know, things like that. So it's going to suck, but injuries are part of it. But I think it's just, I'm hoping it's something where it's like, okay, he gets a few days and then it just may be something like he has to manage the pain, you know? Yeah. And I'm thinking that's, that's kind of what it is. It, it just looked like his shoulder went a little, little dead on him, a little numb, you know? So 
they said he get an MRI. So I think MRI kind of rule, rules out dislocation. I think they would be, I think they would know. Yeah, they would know immediately if he dislocated something. They're just trying so to, see kind of see the severity. The severity, if something's torn, um, that type of thing. So that's what the MRI is for. So yeah, so Justin's right. We've been talking about this like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like almost every episode, to be honest, like they need to start winning. They can't trick away games because like if something happens down the road, you know, mm-hmm. and you know me, cause I said a little smart comment tonight because, you know, it's not that I didn't understand at the beginning of the season that they needed to um, test things, but I felt like they tested things for too long. Like you didn't need as many games as you did to realize that like James Wiseman wasn't going to work. Um, and look, maybe Kerr's hands were tied somewhat in that situation, but that went on for too long. To me, in my opinion, the sitting of Kaminga went on for too long. Um, we both think Moody should get some kind of minutes. So I'm just saying, but like, those things all went on for too long. Um, like, you know, and obviously I'm not like a medical person, but we know that the Warriors tend to play things safer, right? And so, you know, I mean, I guess I won't like say anything about any of the other stuff they did, but it's just like, even tonight, and I get it, but it's just like, Andrew's out. Like, Clay really couldn't have played one back-to-back. You know, like, if Andrew was still playing, I'd be like, okay, fine. Clay's not playing tonight. But it's like, who, who do you think this team is? <laughs> you know, like, they need it. And I guess Jordan should produce more, but it's just like, who do you think this team is? You know, like, you finally have, like, a Jermichael Green showing. But it's just, you know, I just don't, like, it's like you, you're trying to win, but you're not really trying to win. And in, in that regard, it is similar to twenty. 20 what what 2021 was that the year mm-hmm. like in that regard it is a little similar because you know it's like you you're going for it but you're not really going for it you know it's like okay yeah we're trying to win but then you're not really trying to win and so now you're in this situation and so my guess is I'm pretty sure like whatever it is even if they say it's mild stuff is probably not going to play Friday night and so you know I don't know if Andrew is going to, he's supposed to be reevaluated after Indy. So we'll probably have some like Andrew Wiggins news coming, but um, yeah. I mean, they're probably going to fall below 500 again. I mean, yeah, they, I think this loss is put them under again. Yeah. Put them under. So they're ready now a game under 500 and they're probably going to like drop a few games under 500. Yeah. Yeah. That That's, I mean, if Steph's not playing, they're the worst team in the league. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the difference, obviously, between 2021 and this year is, like, they're coming off a championship. So, it, in a way, it makes sense for guys to, like, get rest and all that type of stuff. It's just, like, you, you've shown that you don't have the luxury to rest guys. You've shown that you don't have the luxury to – kind of half-ass games and not play with effort 
Um, you need to win as many games as possible because you've already tricked off seven, eight games that you should have won. Um, and if they would have, you know, I guess, I mean, they didn't, there's no way for them to know this without playing, but if you would have, I guess, taken the games a little bit more seriously earlier, earlier on going to what, you know, works and then trying to experiment a little bit later to see what you got, maybe you would have got ahead of your own schedule, um, and, and stacked up wins so you can kind of afford to not afford to, but like you, you have the luxury then to experiment a little bit more and kind of like last year, they got off to a huge start and that huge start cushioned them for the rest of the season because they were not great for the rest of the season. They were playing right. 500 basketball for about half of the season last year, but they, they got 16, 17 games above 500 and they just kind of coasted and cruised and weathered the storm with all the injuries and stuff. So now they're, they're playing from behind. Um, like it's similar to 2021, they were kind of getting some momentum. They were hovering around 500. Then Steph gets hurt, misses however many games he missed in a row. It was probably like six or seven, and they go like one and six on those games. And now you're in a play-in, and you lose in a play-in, right? So hopefully we don't have a situation like that again this year. They Steph, first of all, hopefully he doesn't miss too much time, but they can, you know, stay afloat, at least hover around 500 until he gets back. And then they can go on a, on a major run. And I mean, if he's back before this home stretch, then I think they'll be in pretty good shape because they should win most of those games at home. And then that'll kind of carry them into the that next portion of the season. But now they're, they're kind of in the dog days. So just hoping the MRI comes back negative and they're saying it's like a two, three game miss injury, you know? Yeah. It might be like the rest of this road trip. Who knows? Um. Yeah, who knows? I don't really have much more to say, Justin, because I'm disgusted. I, I, I don't like them very much right now. Um. But you know, why don't we actually break right here and come back and we can talk about the game a little bit and what 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 went down in that game because there was a lot of shenanigans and, and nonsense as well. So it's Golden Spaces. We'll be back. Justin and Nat, stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. It's Golden Spaces. We're back. (laughs) And I'm trying to lift the vibes. So it's Matt. It's Justin. You're tuned in with us. It's an Odyssey original podcast. So... Um, Justin was letting me hear some sound, some post-game from Dante um, talking about like how the Warriors came out in the third quarter and like their response to when they're not getting calls and things aren't going their way. 
What did you make of what he was saying, Justin? Um, I think he was just, it was a call to action as far as playing with energy, making the right play, playing smart. That's Warriors basketball. Like everybody in the league knows what Warriors basketball is. Um, and that's why so many players and teams kind of resent the Warriors because it's been the gold standard for, for so long that it's kind of been like a thorn in everybody's side. And Dante is his first season with the Warriors. He's only played a handful of games at this point. If you, you know, 20 something games, but he knows the Warriors basketball is. And he was pretty much saying like, yo, we got to play like the Warriors. Like when, when, when teams play us, they expect us to play a certain way. Everybody in the world expects us to play a certain way. And they just haven't done it consistently enough. They didn't do it in that first half, but they yeah. came out in that third quarter and did exactly that. And they cut the lead down. It's just unfortunate that Steph got injured and, you know, guys that shouldn't be playing in NBA games are playing for this team. And, it's not looking good out there when they out Tyrone there. Tyrone was like a minus how much in nine minutes? Uh, he was minus mm-hmm. 20 in 13 minutes. Anthony Lamb was minus 18 in 12 minutes. And that's the game. Looney wasn't great. He was tired. You can tell he had the legs. Uh, he was a minus 10. But other than that, Steph was only a minus six. He had his minutes tied to Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb. So do with that information what you may. Draymond plus five, Dante plus 19, Jordan Poole plus five, Kaminga plus two, Moody. Jordan Poole plus five, because he was not good. I mean, he got, he, he was better later in the game, but Mm -hmm. I saw a tweet from you, like Jordan, what did you say? Like Jordan had been bad this season. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't been like worst player in the league bad, but like relative to what his expectations were and relative to his, to what his role is supposed to be on this team. He has not delivered on that. Um, at least not consistently shot making just has to get better. I think if his shot making is better than all other aspects of his game get better. He's so invested emotionally in offense, right? Um, if he, he, he wears his emotion on his sleeve, but it's usually tied to whether or not he's scoring or not. Right. And that's, you can, you know, have an opinion about that if you want, like whether or not that's the, the right mindset to have, but he's human, right? He's a young player. And yeah, his he's he's dribbling a little bit too much. He's getting the ball picked. He's not taking care of the ball. Uh easy shots, he's just not hitting them. Defensively, he's been okay. He's had his moments where he's done great things out there defensively, helping other guys out, staying in front of his man, but He's also like lost guys. He's also not really playing with a lot of physicality on the defensive end. So um, they still waiting on him to join the party consistently, right? Draymond get, went to the second unit and kind of helped him out, but he still ain't there like we expected him to be. So, Well, he's about to have a chance because <laughs> I think Steph is going to miss some time. So, right. you know, like obviously – Philly is a hard matchup, but like the Knicks aren't that good. So that should be a game that like, especially like if we get Andrew back by then and Clay plays, like that's at least one game. And Toronto's not that good either, to be honest. So I'm not saying that they should go into any game like we can't beat someone, but like y'all should be able to compete with Toronto and the Knicks at a minimum. Mm-hmm. And at least try to get a couple of games on the road, even if Steph is out. That's, yeah, they should. Um, going winless on this. No, Draymond, that would require him not to fucking intentionally get his ass fouled out the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Why are you laughing at me? 
You don't think it was intentional? Nah, I think that last foul that he had was kind of BS. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it was a it was a closeout on the three, the same closeout that everybody does on Steph, and nobody gets called for it ever. But uh, I'm not talking about the foul. I'm talking about the tech that got him kicked out. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't. What happened? What did he do? Yeah, he got like another tech, and so he got kicked out the game. Oh, that's I mean, maybe he did that on purpose. He's he's kind of. Had he a did history it of doing stuff like that. I mean, he was playing well. He didn't put no numbers up, but defensively, he was all over the place. He got to get back to being able didn't to. He had like six turnovers. Am I making that up? He did have six turnovers. Yeah, he did. He pulled the Charlotte thing where he was fucking complaining and the rest face, all that bullshit. Got a second tech and got kicked out. That point, the game was within six points. Gotcha. It's got to be better. Just got to be better. Steph was on a fucking heater, 38 points. Can't waste these performances. Cannot waste these performances. This is the second time he's been on a heater and they've lost to an inferior team. Um, yeah, I mean, they were, like, getting blown out Um, come second quarter. Mm-hmm. Like, first quarter, they I think they lost that quarter by one point. You know, they start off the game good. They had a lead. And then Indy got back in the game. Halliburton was, excuse me, just picking them apart. They closed sort of strong and got back in it, and they were down by one. Then all of a sudden, they just, like, the Pacers opened up this huge, huge lead. (laughs) And they closed the second quarter and went to half down 20. Right? Okay. They come back in third quarter, like Dante said, and they play Warriors basketball, and they cut the lead to three. Steph gets injured. So now, you know, they like, you know, the lead is like up and down, up and down. They never really take the, they don't take the lead, and they don't get to three again, but they're like, you know, within seven, within six, you know, all this kind of stuff. And that carries over into the fourth quarter. And then, you know, Draymond decides to get himself kicked out. It was silly. Jermichael Green game, too. He hit three threes, I think, at a minimum. Could have been more than that. They were wet, too. He did hit three. 15 points. Dante was incredible. So I just, you know, when he does that, especially at the time when you you know you guys need a win, you lose tonight, you're going to fall below 500. You know, it's just like, and you're the veteran. It's just a very frustrating thing with him. We don't have to spend too much time talking about it, but Shit is annoying. Yeah. And the TL was tweeting about it, too. They were just like, he always does this. Like, he really does not want to play if Steph is not on the court. <laughs> I mean, we, we experienced it for an entire fucking season. Yeah. He does not have any interest in playing without Steph. Mm. Yeah. It is what it is at this point. He's going to have to play now. So, yeah. So um, that was disappointing from him. JP needs to get it together. I'm glad you had three threes, Jermichael, but you need to go. Unless, like, from here on out, it's going to be like that. He was a major major reason why Indiana went on that huge run in the second quarter. Um, So, sure, he kind of made it up for it in the second half, but he's garbage. I'm I'm done with him at this point. Him? 
Lamb and Jerome. Well, those are two way guys, so I want them all gone. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and this is why I said the Warriors might need two guys. Obviously, one guy helps, but like guys are gonna sit throughout the season. Um, and it just helps to have four reliable front court players that you can that you can count on. Because in an event, Looney didn't have the best game today, right? It would have been nice to have another guy there. Um, yeah, you got an abundance of guards and wings, or really just guards with Dante, Steph, Jamichael. I mean, not Jamichael Jordan. Um, you know, Clay. So you don't need any more guards. Even Moody came in, and I'm I'm just I'm just so still confused why he isn't getting more of an opportunity. Um, you essentially lose the game plan two way guys. He comes in, makes an immediate impact, has 13 points on six shots in, in 23 minutes. He's a minus two. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else Kurt needs to see, but maybe he's sending the message because it's getting around that time where, where guys are starting to get traded or where guys are starting to be traded or shopped around. So maybe he's sending the message like, yo, we need some help um, up the up the chain. But yeah. They need they need another big and potentially another big wing to just short that front court. They need a bat because it's terrible. Moody was solid tonight. Yeah, he's a hooper. He's ready. <laughs> like he he cannot play for three, four straight games. He'll come in if he gets an open three for his first shot. You can pretty much guarantee it's going in. Like, and that's that's a quality that not a lot of players have, and that's the reason why I believe in him as a player so much. It's like. He has – you can clearly see that he has the talent. Um, it's just about putting it together as far as the mental aspect, and obviously his body has to catch up, stuff like that. He put a little bit more strength on his body, but he needs the reps, the experience, so he doesn't make mental mistakes more off, as often as he has been. You know, but they rather play Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb. So, this is yeah. a very serious team. Yeah. <laughs> They're supposed to win now and develop now, and they're doing neither, right? That's just – that's the lake of the lake of way, I guess, right now. Tweeted today that I will not take the Warriors serious until they begin to take it serious, so. Yep. You're not going to have me invested. I I stay up late to record these fucking podcasts. You know, I'm tired. You're yawning. I'm sleepy. <laughs> we East Coast Dubs fans over here. You know what I'm saying? Like – taking the time to discuss their game and they can't even like take it seriously. So why am I taking it seriously? Why Justin? It's rude. <laughs> they don't care about the vibes. They don't. So yeah. So I, I don't even know what to make of tonight. You know, all I guess I can say is that you know, Kaminga's continuing to develop. Excuse me. So sorry. Moody got some minutes. Dante. Dante seems to really be starting to settle in with the team. And that's only going to be like a good thing for us. So, you know, they're, they're like little positives here and there, but they got to put it all together. They got to put it all together. So fingers crossed for Steph. And um, they have some games coming up where, like, the youth, I guess, can get some experience. You know, maybe 
Jordan getting like a bigger role, particularly if like Steph is out a few games, maybe that'll help break him out of whatever funk he's going through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it, it all goes back to if he's hitting shots or not. Maybe he needs to put some extra shots up, um, get get his rhythm back. But yeah, that's that's where it starts and ends really with him. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. It's Golden Spaces with Nat and Justin. We will be right back. Stay tuned. NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? We're back. Faking the vibes, but we're going to fake it till we make it. Uh, it's Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin, an Odyssey original podcast. So glad that you guys are tuned in with us. Um, hopefully, I'm not bringing y'all down too much. I'm not being my normal positive Nat self. But they're annoying. I know y'all think the team is annoying. Um, how's your spirit, Justin? How are you feeling? Annoyed is a great word. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm always optimistic, but, you know, word. It's, it's getting tough. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I felt like after the last game, like, come on, y'all got to, like, make a move. And now stuff is hurt. So again, we hope it's for like a short period of time, but they got to do something. Again, it continues to be a theme though. Our saving grace is that the other teams around the league don't want to like create separation. So um, Dallas tonight. Currently down 15 points in the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, they're done. It's like 18 seconds left. So that's a loss. They'll still be ahead of us, I think, because yeah. we're 500 and we're not. Right, we're now one game below. Yeah, we're like a half a game below now. Um, Nuggets are about to win. Jokic has 41. <laughs> Clippers and Timberwolves, close one right now. If the Timberwolves win, they're 14 and 14, so they would jump us by a half a game. Clippers win, they just create more separation between them and us. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Nothing we can do now. Yeah, we're still only five games out of the first seed. So <laughs> as, as bad as it seems, this team is only a, a good, like I keep saying, a good 20-game run of high-level basketball, winning at a 75 80% clip away from jumping all the way up to third or second. Um. So... I believe this team has that run in them. They just got to get healthy and they got to get a player or two. I just hope everyone understands that we're only having one all-star this year. Like, I hope that's clear to everybody. Oh, now. yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Sucks for Wiggins because he was playing so great, but he got injured too. So between the injury plus like where the team is sitting, it's just not going to happen. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Unfortunate. But maybe that's more motivation for the team to pick it up. Um, And, you know, yeah. At this point, it's avoid the play-in, play for a home court advantage in the first round at least, um, and get into the playoffs healthy. 
that's that should be their goals for the season. Um, any individual stuff, if it happens, it happens. But they they can't like squander away at another championship, or at least give themselves an opportunity to win another championship. And it, it does create point. still a path for stuff to win MVP though, still because like if he yeah. goes on, they lose, he comes back, and like they go on a win streak and they turn it around. It's like. If he end, if they end up somewhere in the top three seed in the West, I think his his claim is just as good as anybody's, especially if he keeps playing the way he's playing. Like, why not? Right? Yeah, uh, I'm not writing up no individual awards for him because <laughs> he's deserving. <laughs> I do think, um, you know, just not necessarily voter fatigue, but Steph has been so good for so long that it's almost like you gotta play even better than what he's playing now to get recognized you know what i mean like like we keep saying like i mean there were some people high. talking about steph early but i just think like really the only thing to me is like unfair is that like they won't penalize luca for record because they're so eager to like crown him but like they're just waiting for the warriors to like do something to like kind of elevate him higher you know like there's definitely people taking notice of his play I mean, like, but like, look at like the Nets, like you're kind of not like a lot, a lot, but you're starting to hear people talk about Kevin Durant again. They're like, oh, look, because the Nets are creeping up. You know what I'm saying? Like you are mm-hmm. playing great, but your fucking team keeps hovering around 500. Right. When he put himself in top three in 2021, it's because the Warriors went on a run and they he was playing at a crazy level and winning at like a crazy clip. But he's been playing at that level now all season, but we don't have the wins. There you have it. Got to get the wins. Got to go on that run. You for sure do. Did you watch the game last night or see any part of it with the Lakers and the Celtics? I watched the highlights back. Um, that game was crazy. Yeah, I, from what I was watching, it did look it did look insane. Tatum Tatum loves playing against LeBron. You seen his numbers? Bro, did you LeBron? see that shot over him? Yeah, he filth. Tough, tough. Anthony Davis missing two free throws. I still delight in the Lakers losing. <laughs> this is the second game he's missed some free throws that they had opportunity to, I think, win the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. And LeBron continues to think that he um, can shoot the ball like stuff. So that's always funny. Uh, I mean, he's he's 38, so he's not about to keep trying to bulldoze his way to the rim. For sure. Career. For sure. Um, actually... You know, the Ringer put out a top 10 list. Did you see it? No. Well, they actually, I think it was actually like a top 100 list. And we're not going to obviously go through all 100. But I want to tell you for this current season who their top 10 were and get your reaction to it. So they have Giannis at one, Steph at two. Maybe I should have went from 10 to one. Kind of ruined it already. But anyway, 10 is John Morant. Nine is LeBron James. Eight is Anthony Davis. Seven is Joel Embiid. Six is Jason Tatum. Five is Katie. Four is Luka. Three is Jokic. Two is Steph. One is Giannis. I could, I could guess. Um, not a terrible list. 
this is based on what's happened so far in the season? Or this is like projecting like this is the 10 best players like right now? I don't know their criteria. Um, Because I'm just kind of looking at like a screenshot. Because we also reacted to it earlier today on Brother From Another. So I don't know like what it was based off of. But it just says 2022-23, right? And it's Mm -hmm. the Ringers' top 10 NBA players. So... I don't give a fuck about what it is this season. Steph is still the best player in the league. But I know you and I would, like, flip-flop it. But, like, we're also both, like, not going to, like, be like, no, Giannis can't be considered best player in the NBA. So, I mean, I think they got the top two players right. I think that's right, um, even if we'd reverse the order. Now, three is interesting. Three is interesting. Three, four, five is interesting. Wait, where was MB? Was MB on there? And B's there at seven. But they oh, have so AD is eight. Anthony Davis is eight. Anthony Davis is eight and LeBron's nine. Oh. You don't know if LeBron's top ten is there? I don't know. Maybe I mean he gotta to put together like a good month of top ten basketball. I mean, obviously it's LeBron. We know it's still it's still kind of there. Like his his basketball mind, he's still freakishly athletic, even at his old age. Um, relative to the NBA, but I'm just saying, how does he get top ten when he like just plays a handful of games, but Kawhi doesn't? And I'm saying that only because like when Kawhi does play, he looks really good. Not yeah, a lot. Yeah, to be fair, Kawhi didn't play last year, so I guess they got to give Bron that. Bron, what did, what did Bron average last year? Like thirty or something like that. So I would give him that edge over Kawhi, but as far as top ten so far this year. I don't think Braun has been consistently that just because, like you say, he's missed games. You know, they just can't not put him on a list. So, right. I mean, I, I, I believe he's a top 10 player still. Um, You just got to do it. Dame not on here either. And I get that he was hurt, but Dame not on here. And he's been yeah, having a hell of a year. Dame might be better than John Morant. I'm not going to, I mean, if it's still, I the was going to say like John Morant. I'm not sure that he's 10. I'm not sure he's 10 either. Um, Dame might have him. Shea might have him, to be honest. I mean, it's close between him and Shea, but Shea's been hooping Booker's this year. Booker's not on this list. Booker's shouldn't be on the list. Okay. I mean, I agree, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. Yeah. I'm glad I don't see Jimmy Butler on here because people be trying to convince me always he's a top 10 guy. Never. I've never had him higher than top 15. Ever. That's fair. I mean, in the playoffs, he, he's been top 10. You know, a few playoff runs. But mm-hmm. I haven't, I mean, I haven't really paid too much attention to the Heat this year. I think he's been in and out of lineup with injuries, but Kevin think, Durant should be lower than Jokic and Luca. I could see it, to be honest. Um, you could see it. I'm asking if he should be, though. Regular season, people. regular season, sure. Yeah, regular season, I'll, I'll, I'll put him below those two. I'm not putting Luca above Kevin Durant. So the worst at most, I would say Katie's fourth. Um, I think I'm okay with Jokic at three, but I'm not putting Luca right below Jokic. So I guess, and I don't know, like I know all the reasons that one will argue that Luca is better than Jason Tatum, but. I still just don't think the disparity between them is as gigantic as people make it seem. Um, 
I really don't. Yeah, I can see why some people have it as a huge gap and why some people don't, right? Like we see, I think Luca is one of those guys, like he has like an infinite amount of counters offensively. I think he's almost always going to have a, a major impact offensively on a game. Whereas we've seen Tatum kind of certain matchups just kind of get him out of his game and he doesn't really have a counter for it. But obviously Tatum is one of the best wing defenders in the NBA, if not the best. Right. So that counts for something. He also doesn't fade in fourth quarters regularly. I mean, in the finals, he was just kind of faded the entire time. <laughs> All the four entire quarters. time. Yeah. But <laughs> that's fine. It was like his first finals, but I get what you're saying. I mean, I feel like you you know you you're not a big Luca fan, but I don't dislike Luca as much as people would think, but I'm just like I just I just feel like all these other guys, we give them credit for their accomplishments, what they've done, and all this stuff. Luca has not done nearly as much as Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum's having an incredible year. And yeah, people act like there's this big fucking disparity between them. I just. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think Tatum's teams have all been pretty good since he's yeah. gotten to the league. Like he, as a rookie, he came into a pretty good team. Like they were one game away from the finals. Yeah, but like, like Kyrie and them wasn't playing in them postseason games that he was hurt. True. He stepped Other up. People were hurt. He did it. That's what I'm saying. Like he's been doing it from that age. Yeah. I mean, the Mavs have pretty much sucked since Luca got into the NBA, though. To, I mean, I'm just I'm trying to I'm play a little bit of devil's advocate here. I mean, you can, but like that shit is by design with them. On yeah. some level, it is. Like I'm sure, yes, they would like some better players, but they also just d- d- designed their offense for him to hold onto the ball and to you know. Yeah, I mean, he, I, mean I, I don't I don't feel that bad for him. I really don't. I don't feel bad for me either. I'm just saying I can see why some people think it's a, a noticeable gap between those two. Um, I mean, you can just use the Warriors series as kind of like evidence. Offensively, I don't think Tatum is really super close to Luka. Uh, he just, you know, as defensively, that closes the gap. And, you know, athletically, he can do some things that Luka can't do. But I think, you know, his passing ability, his scoring ability – the amount of counters that he has from the perimeter and on the inside in the post game, um, it just creates a clear gap offensively. And I'm always lean offense over defense with individual players. Uh, so that's part, that's a big reason why I think Jokic is probably third in the league. You know, it's not definitely not his defense. You know, so yeah, that's at that's least, why we're leaning. At least, him. at least he's won an, like two MVPs, though I didn't support the second one. Um him and Luca both, I suppose, have been to a Western Conference Finals. But I mean, yeah, Luca still put up numbers, but I mean, his team only, and like his team, like what did they won one game? They got one game in the mm-hmm. series with us. And like, I know that Tatum was basically shut down, but like, we also were like, sometimes putting two bodies on him. I mean, it just it wasn't like just like, you know, I know Wiggins had his way, but I'm just saying like we targeted him. He didn't have the counters. I get all that. But like there's a reason we also targeted him like that, you know, like because how good of a player he can be. So I just, 
I don't know. I, whatever. <laughs> I don't care that much, but I'm not putting Luca above Kevin Durant right now. So he can be five, but I would put him and Jason Tatum as like a 5A, 5B kind of thing. It really wouldn't be like one is better than the other. Not for me, but I know for others. I already know. I know everyone thinks Luca's the best player in the NBA right now. Some people, not me, <laughs> but you know, so whatever. Who cares? It's a battle I'm not going to win and I don't care that much about, but I thought the list was interesting. So it was cool to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, I think after Embiid, it gets a little interesting. Embiid yeah. Seven. I'm cool with Embiid at seven. I mean, I think. You think Tatum's better than Embiid? Uh, I think him. I think Embiid, Tatum, KD, uh, even Luka and, and Jokic are kind of all in that tier. You can shuffle it and, you know, I would I would put Jokic and probably Luka at the top of that tier, but you can shuffle it and have anybody at the top and I wouldn't be like, nah, you're wrong, you know. I think Steph and Giannis are clear cut tier one. I don't think anybody else is really like um, on their level. Like there's people that's close, but I don't think there's anyone on their level. I think the the tier after them is like knocking on the door, but not quite there. And then like after MB, like when you get to AD, LeBron, Ja, Damian, Damian Lillard, you just, I don't know. You can hit shuffle on them too right now. <laughs> Even though AD's hooping. If AD's like this for the rest of the season, then all right, he can jump up into that that tier above with KD and Luka and all of those dudes. But I got to see it for a full season. Nah, um, he, ain't, he ain't in that fucking category. <laughs> he just stayed right there at number eight, which has kind of been to me where I've always had Anthony Davis when he's healthy. Around seven was like usually the high seven, eight. So like to me, that's where he is. He's a t- One healthy, he's a top 10 player in the NBA. I don't ever think I've confidently felt he was one of the best five players in the league. No, nah, unless it's the bubble season and everybody's hurt. All the other guys that are just as good right. as him are hurt. <laughs> so I'm fine with his positioning. I don't know about LeBron. I'm not putting John Morant in here at number 10. I think yeah. I think if healthy, I'm probably leaning Dame, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Ja, I mean, Ja's given the Warriors more problems than Dame has, but I think against all the other teams in the NBA um, over the course of a full season, we've seen healthy Dame, you know, what he can do. I don't think there's any gap between Ja being above him or whatever the case may be. So I would probably lean Dame, but it, uh, 10 has always been that spot where it's like, it could be like five different dudes. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> I mean, even when he's healthy, Paul George has had some years where he's like right there too. Yeah. I know sure. you don't like Paul George, but that's my guy. That's so. not true. That's not true. <laughs> You're Jimmy guy. I'm a Paul George woman. I don't think, I don't think it's like either or. You could like both players. <laughs> I don't get the impression that you like Paul George. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with Paul George. Paul George used to be one of my favorite players. Um, I mean, I'm not like a super fan now. He plays for the Clippers, so and then he's kind of had some stinkers in the playoffs ever since he left Indiana. So it's kind of eh. He had I'm a good playoff that. season. He um, did. Twenty twenty one was he was he was a beast. Yeah. He led them to two wins in the conference finals. Could have been three if Aiden didn't get that layup at the buzzer in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
he's definitely capable. And that was without Kawhi. That's my guy, but I don't know what's up with him now. So whatever, <laughs> but okay. Yeah, no, I agree with you though. Definitely a few players, some players that people put in there who I wouldn't have, like I never had Jimmy Butler there, but I know like he was a guy who would like be mentioned there and, um, you know, a few others. There was a time, there was a time that like Kyrie was like up there, you know, so there's like over the years there's some different guys. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'm trying to think. All right. Well, that was fun, Justin. Thank you for indulging me. I hope you guys enjoyed that. We switched it up because the Warriors aren't giving us anything to talk about. <laughs> Other than bad things. Other than bad things. So, um, they got Philly coming up. We're not going to be recording after Philly. So, um, but who knows? Sometimes we just pop up and do bonus episodes. So, We'll be back to to get into the game on the weekend, but um, good luck, man, Steph. We just hope you're okay. We need you to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need you to be okay for you, but man, things could get really rough if you're not. So just hoping for the best, though, for real, for Wardo. Yeah. Yep. We don't want no four or five game skid when he ain't playing and they lose every game. Facts. Facts. And also, rest in peace to Twitch. Such a sad story today. Um, Just really sad. Rest in peace to him, his family. Y'all just be safe out there. All right. Till next time. Come back with us. But until then, make sure you're downloading, subscribing, leaving positive reviews. Don't be a hater. We appreciate (laughs) y'all. Send us some questions for the mailbag so we can get into it. All right, guys, take care.